Happy Tuesday. Yeah, not only is it a shortened work week, but the cold warning is no longer in effect. We're getting up to single digits today, minus four with a mix of sun and cloud. Tomorrow, minus seven and flurries. Right now in Edmonton, it's minus 17. Hundreds of trucks are expected to roll into Ottawa today to protest the federal government's policies on the oil industry. The United We Roll convoy left Red Deer last Thursday and made stops across the country, picking up more trucks as it went. Despite losing three straight on the road, the Oilers were a big draw at West Edmonton Mall yesterday. 25 players were spread about and were signing autographs from 1 to 3 p.m. That's it. And yet the first fans to show up showed up at 2.30 in the morning to line up for McDavid. Oilers host the Arizona Coyotes tonight at 7. And congratulations to all of the kids who played in the ninth annual Stollery Family Day Classic. $300,000 was raised this year, bringing the total up to $2.9 million. And Miranda Lambert had some big news. Her and Brendan McLaughlin waited three weeks after getting married before sharing their big news. Miranda, who's 35, and the 24-year-old New York police officer tied the knot on January 26th. And we want to know how long it took you to go public with your big news a little bit later this hour. I'm Kelsey Campbell, and that's what you need to know. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Kelsey. Aaron Goodman's coming for our invitation-only party at Cook County Saloon tomorrow night. It's going to be so much fun, and uh, we want you to be there with us. You just have to be the first person to answer the question this morning. The question, 41% of flyers think you're rude if you do this. In an airplane. So many things to choose Oh, from. I have a list. Yeah, I know. I know you do. <laughs> but this one, this one will be interesting. 41%, almost half of uh, flyers think you're rude if you do this in an airplane. What is this? 780-421-1039, number to call this morning. It's the too early for a question question. And then you can tell everybody, hey, I'm the smartest person in the city. If you get the answer right. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Question is quite simple. 41% of flyers... Say they're annoyed when somebody does this. Uh, Melody, what do you think this is? Lean your seat back. Lean your seat back. Didn't take us long to get the answer this morning. Do the reclining. <laughs> yeah. Melody, do you uh, recline when you can? I never do because I think it bothers the people behind me. Really? Yeah. Be more selfish. Yeah, yeah. I, they, too bad for them. They wouldn't put it there if it wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> I know, but you got such little leg room as it is. Yeah. And then, Somebody leans their seat back, and it's like, really? It's yeah. already so uncomfortable, especially for extended flights. And I think yeah. if you can lean your seat back, uh, and then they'll do the same, we're all good. The only time where I get frustrated good. is when they bring the food, and then they don't lift their seat up, and you're trying right. to eat, and your food's on your lap. Yeah, or yeah. you're trying to get out to go to the bathroom, and it's like, you can't get out if they've leaned their seat back. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. No. There's worse things. Yeah. People who take their <laughs> shoes off on flights, yeah. no, that's next level, well, bro. Yeah, we'll ask what really grosses you out on an airplane coming up. But Melody, congratulations. You're a nice person. If When I do it, I at least look back and kind of give them a heads up. But I, I usually do lean it back. Do and, you really? Yeah. The secret is not to never make eye exactly. contact. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I say it's coming back. But you're right, if, especially if the person ahead of you. Like if everybody does it, then it just kind of all works out. But yeah, if anyway, you, you're coming with us to Cook County Saloon tomorrow night. It's going to be an amazing party. And there's uh, you know, no seats to lean back. You're just going to want to be on the dance floor going crazy all night long. Perfect. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Hey, let's uh, get back to the too early for a question question. Melody knew the answer. Uh, apparently, and many others too. Forty one percent of people find they, they, they just they're, they're really annoyed if you you lean your seat back, which is something that you have the the, the God given right to do. You know, based on uh, the way the seats work. But um, apparently, it annoys people. Big it time. doesn't make any sense to me. It is your right to do it. But I said you are, and most would not know this, Kelsey is just like little. You're a small person, so you would have no clue. Somebody could lean way back and it wouldn't affect you because you're just a little person. I'm 5'2 you know? and 3 quarters. I'm not that little. Yeah, I'm all legs, little. short torso. Yeah. So this really affects me. Yeah. I'll, I'm okay with it. I understand the function of the lean back. They wouldn't put it there if they didn't mean you to do it. Mm-hmm. If you ever sit in front of me in front of a plane... I will never, ever have any animosity towards you putting your seat back. So just recline away. Oh, as soon as you get that tray of food, I'm slamming my t- <laughs> chair back. What about you? What is this, the, the, the most unusual, strangest thing you've ever seen on a plane or what really gets your goat? Uh, Dan has got an incredible story you don't want to miss next, and we'd love to hear from you at 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Too early for a question. Question told us 41% of people are annoyed by reclining seats on airplanes. And uh, somebody texted, I don't have an issue with reclining your seat a bit. I have an issue with the ones that recline to the point of having their head resting in your lap. My poor nephew, six feet something. And both flights uh, from Europe, he had someone in his lap. When we're flying back from Costa Rica, the guy that was leaning back on Karen, like he was a guy ahead of her, my wife, he had his hands back, like, and, and basically his hands were like were almost right in her face. Massaging like, her cheeks. The whole flight. I said, <laughs> Keeping I said, her jaw loose. Bite his fingers, like, because I wasn't sitting by her, right? Oh, man. You have a bubble, all right? <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to recline, but you have a bubble. Once yeah. you leave that bubble, you're now invading somebody else. And like, <laughs> behind your chair isn't your chair, bro. Yeah. Get your hands off. This or- is insanity. Yeah. If your seat is reclining too far, take it up with the airline. That's not but my don't fault. Put your hands behind. <laughs> yeah, the hands behind. And then we had the lady who actually had her hair. She had put so much hair, and she put it behind her seat, oh so it was in our lap. God. Oh, and, oh right ever, the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> sitting at the window seat, and you look over to the right near the window. Yeah. And there's a couple of little piggies. Yeah. Oh, been there. Yeah. Ne- barefoot. Barefoot person. Yeah, Dan, what's the sickest thing you've ever seen? Hey, the person beside me once ate their uh, ice cream with their fingers because they couldn't find the spoon. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, that is... The germs on a plane. <laughs> I would recline just, just to get out of their eyesight. Uh, smeared it all over their screen. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hurricane, there is Luke Combs kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away. Kelsey's here at 628 on your Tuesday morning, 8 o'clock this morning. Your chance to win tickets to Little Big Town. We had a big Little Big Town uh, ticket giveaway yesterday. Lots of people uh, won tickets. We're going to continue that at 8 o'clock this morning. The too early for a question question told us that 41% of people actually are angry when you lean your seat back, which is something you're allowed to do on an airplane, but... uh, I guess uh, it's it's a little life lesson for all of us. I swear I look back and say, hey, coming coming back. Like, I I do warn the person. And what but... if I'm behind you? I'm like, no, sir. Yeah. Keep, keep it upright. What yeah. are you going to do? You're going to keep it upright then. I've never had them say that, but yeah. I can't believe you actually are courteous enough yeah. to look behind you and it's say, not, I'm it's leaning back. It's not being courtesy. Like, you don't need to do that. There's a little courtesy when it comes to leaning yeah, back. Yeah, because the, who knows? If they've got their tray down and they got something, what, like they've got their soup going on or something like that, I want to give them a heads up so they don't like, lose it on their lap. Hang in there. <laughs> We're uh, talking about the annoying things that you uh, f- uh, see on airplanes. This is a shocker. I've never seen this, but somebody said when someone steals your window seat, although they're 100%, sh- you know that they, they're 100% sure that they, they know they don't get the window seat, but they just act oblivious and then hope that you'll just sit beside him. And this texture says, I used to do that, but not anymore. So. I have seen 
unreal fights yeah. on planes over this. Yeah. So someone saying, "Oh, I get I get sick. Do you mind if I have the the oh, window?" And yes. someone being like, "I specifically paid money yes. in advance to have the window seat." Yes, 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 yes. Airplane oh, rage. Sure. It happens. It's a real thing. Oh, sure is. I don't know. I was once so hungover, yeah. and there was a lady breastfeeding beside me. Not the breastfeeding's wrong. Yeah. I was so green, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I felt bad for that lady. She felt bad for me. It was a real bad situation. You didn't ask to hold the bottle, did you? No. All right, here's George Cadian. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Miranda Lambert made news over the weekend that she actually tied the knot. Uh, you remember, of course, she was formerly married to some guy named Blake Shelton, and that kind of went sideways in a hurry. And when it did, it just kind of went sideways. I don't think they uh, um, got the divorce amicably, is no. the word for it. A couple it of alphas in that relationship. Yeah, that's for sure. yeah. But, but she, they both got some really good breakup songs over it. Exactly. Yes, albums. <laughs> exactly. And they both won some awards <laughs> since then. But Miranda revealed on the weekend that three weeks ago, she married a guy named Brendan, uh, was it McLaughlin? And he, so. Yeah, he actually, uh, well, they met some somewhere. He's a New York City uh, police officer, and he's a really good-looking kid. And I keep saying kid, but he's 24. Uh, she's 35, so there's people going, holy cow, that's an interesting age gr- difference. I wonder if it'd be, it'd be people be as concerned if, uh, let's say, if, if if the guy was 35 and the girl was 24. For some reason, this seems to be more unusual, It I would guess. be less surprising. Yeah, sure. yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, she decided uh, after Valentine's Day that she'd let the world know three weeks later. So she's married. There's some beautiful pictures. and. Uh, Guy's hot. Yeah. I, yeah, ladies, I, seriously, we're, go we're check him out. Still yeah. left with more questions than answers right now, but I'm <laughs> yeah. sure they're going to come out in the next couple of weeks here. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, she waited three weeks, and that's kind of one of the stories. So we're wondering this morning, is there ever been news that uh, you've waited a significant time? Did, is there somebody out there that got married and didn't tell anybody for like three weeks? Or how long did you wait to not tell your family you were having a baby, for example? Yeah. You're nodding? We, we found out several months after uh, my husband's cousins eloped. Yeah. His his parents were really big on weddings, and they were really pushing kind of their ideology and ideas of what the wedding should be. So they took off to Florida and came back hitched and didn't really talk about it. How'd the parents react? Yeah, they weren't happy. Sure. No. But look, get over it. Your parents got to love you. Yeah. Yeah. I went uh, several months not telling my mom I had stopped going to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was my first round in college. Yes. And I was like, I, I've had enough of this. Yeah. So she's like, oh, where are you going today, Matt? I was like, going to school. I didn't go to school. <laughs> Where'd you go? I hung out at places. I loitered for like four hours. For, for like a number of months. Uh, it was more like a month. It was mm. long enough to realize that I probably should have told her. And I did. And here we are. There might be people that are married now that have never told anybody. Sure. Like maybe they're the only two that know. I don't know. That's so, kind of cool. I want to hear from them. How do you keep that a 780-421-1039 or text us at 1039-39. How long did you wait or have you still waiting to tell people news? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And again, we've got Dan Davidson tickets. He's coming. He's doing a CD release party a little bit later on this week. Uh, we've got them. We're going to be randomly giving away. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast autograph session where all the players it's funny not funny but i mean they're trying to adjust things because they made these trades of course cam talbot gets traded yeah. and uh there's just, sam Ghani's back in town right there's a, there's been a lot of changes and even in just in the last couple of days so they're moving people around but uh, all the current oiler players were there yesterday and uh kelsey talked about the fact that it was huge and people were you know trying to get there as early as possible now our friend christy is on the line you were there what time did you get there yesterday so I woke up at 1 o'clock, 
got to West End at 2.30, got kicked out, and then I went home and went back to 5 o'clock, and I was in line at about uh, 5.45-ish. Yeah. And where did that put you on the line? Uh, we, I was like 89 or 91 or like some, something around that. Not 97, hey? Not 97, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> that would have been so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Right? All right. So, wow. It's, yeah, you put in a long day to do this. So you, It was a long day, yeah. I, I did go to bed, like, super early the night before, like, 8 o'clock or something. Right. But, um, and then when I got home, I was fine. Like, it just felt like a normal day. Like, I don't think I fell asleep till like, 1130 last night. So let's talk about the actual signing. How was the legend, the myth, the man, Connor McDavid? Yeah. Like I, I wasn't nervous like at all. It was just it was really quick. They had to get through four hundred people. Well, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, exactly. But no, he was he was super sweet and yeah. Could you hear the advice that people were giving McDavid? Was there no, a lot of armchair really. coaches? I mean, it was yeah, just because where he was on the bridge, it was yeah, and yeah, there were like security talking to us and Christie's like, hey Connor, maybe you should shoot more, you know. <laughs> Connor, I think we need to move you from the half wall to the point. <laughs> I'm sure he was so grateful for all yeah. of the feedback and advice. Uh, uh, awesome. Hey, thank you, Christy. We wanted to talk to somebody who was dedicated to do it. And it just Don't doesn't worry. Win, or, no win, win or lose, it doesn't matter. The, the fans in Edmonton love their Oilers, right? That's a diehard. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Miranda is now married. It happened three weeks ago. She decided to announce it after, uh, well, just, I guess, being in love on Valentine's Day and telling the world that she's now married to a 24-year-old hot cop. Not my words, the words that people are using to describe him. No, I, I think we can all agree he's a hot cop. He's Guys, hot, I'm an absolute man rocket. He's a hot cop. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about that coming up. It's a 716. We're taking your stories about, well, with Family Day on the weekend, we're talking about your family tree and how things go kind of sideways. And uh, in the old days, you have you used to have to get a, get a blood test before you could get married because they wanted to make sure that people weren't actually related because there was less people. And you, you again... Doing some Game of Thrones stuff. Well, just being careful about that stuff. You used to have to get a blood test before... I married. don't know that we should have moved away from that. No, well, <laughs> I think we probably there's an, in Iceland. This is a real issue. There's well, right. There's, there's only three hundred thousand people. Yeah, there. they live. There's an app. Yes, and you like it's like their QR codes, whatever they call them nowadays. You yeah. scan them if you yeah. meet somebody in the bar and like, ding, not related. Okay, high five. We yeah. go have a good time. Right, because yeah, when there's less people, the chances of you being related um, with twenty three and me now and all this DNA stuff. I mean, uh, you know, I, I guess people are are going to be more aware. You'll be more aware in the. Oof. With 23 and me, I'm sure there's some pretty unappetizing results. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that there's some people that found out long-lost families over yonder, thanks to our interest. I bet you people are scared to find out exactly. All all sorts of secrets are released with 23 and me and all that DNA stuff. It's not going to be the same as it was. Uh, We're looking for your stories about, uh, you know, some complications or complicated ways to explain things. A lot of these things just just happen because they happen, but uh, and most of it's not blood-related. But anyway, we're getting some great ones here. This is, yeah, this really works your brain. Okay, my parents got married and more... And then a few years later, my dad's mom married my mom's dad. Okay, you hear that? Okay, my husband's grandmother's sister was her mother-in-law. This was the father-in-law's second marriage. Right. At one point, you're just saying words. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> my uncle's great aunt's second cousin's friend. Okay, okay, here's another one. For out of Vagerville, uh-huh. my grandma and her cousin married two brothers. Okay. So my grandma's niece yeah. is also her cousin. Yes. And my cousin on that side is my cousin on both sides of my family. That's handy. This one's super easy to follow. My ex thought her dad was her dad, but it turned out her uncle was her dad. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. <laughs> Whoops. And, and that makes for awkward Christmas, doesn't it? Yep. Steve's got a fantastic story. Well, it's a strange one, but anyway, you don't want to miss it next. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about strange things in your family tree. And uh, for the first time in my life, it appears I was wrong again. Sorry, Chris has a texter. The blood test wasn't to see if you were related when you got married. It was for syphilis. <laughs> Fairly. It was a big deal back then. Yeah. Don't get syphilis. It uh, sucked. All right. Like, it's good now. <laughs> Still sucks anyway. today. Wait, no, I, I think they have a, yeah, 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 get yeah, a yeah. shot for it. All right, moving on. <laughs> this text out of Fort St. John. Hey, speaking of the blood test before you get married, my husband and I were married in PEI. Before we were allowed to get married, we had to put our hand on the Bible and swear we weren't related. Three times before we were granted a PEI marriage certificate, we had to promise we weren't related. I'm from BC. He's from PEI. They were still not convinced. You sure you're not related? <laughs> Are you sure? I know you're really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever lied with their hand on a Bible. Never, never, ever. Uh, Thanks for the text. we got some more great stories coming up. Here's the Zach Brown Band, Kissing Country 103.9. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about family days, so we thought we'd talk about family trees this morning. And uh, don't be embarrassed about your family. Your family is your family. And there are, uh, I, I guess, there's strength in numbers. The reality is, especially in the olden days, when we go back, there wasn't a whole lot of choice out there. There really wasn't. So, Especially the, depending on the community you came from. Right. Right. It's lots of small rural communities. Your yeah. parents had a lot of siblings. Yeah. Yeah, Whew. it's not like yeah, you, you gets muddy. You, there was no plenty of fish. You just like plenty. There was plenty of suckers, and unfortunately, looking for not a family member. Exactly, that was the goal. You know what? He's not related. Grab him. You know, basically was the that situation. was the secret to success. But then sometimes, unfortunately, they were related because of past marriages and things like that. Not necessarily blood relations, but we're we're, we're getting some crazy stories this morning at one zero three nine three nine. Well, it's exactly on that note from Kim out of Bonnyville. She said it's not super complicated, but my grandpa had seventeen siblings, so my dad grew up with about a hundred first cousins. Yeah, sure, there's a few branches out of line, but what's most confusing is trying to figure out who I'm not related to in our small town. And Anita said, this is just cute. My mom and her sister married my uh, married my dad and his brother. Sure. I always thought that was so cool. And then when my older brother was dating my now sister-in-law, I fell in love with her brother. And we've been together for 28 years. So they've repeated it. Yeah. Okay. We're keeping her in line. Yeah. And then this one says, my husband's sister married my cousin, so he's officially my kid's second cousin and uncle. We call him Kazuncle. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about family day, and hopefully you had a good uh, a good family day with your family. And so we thought we'd talk about the family uh, that uh, you know somebody just said. I'm glad the shame has been lifted. <laughs> a texter said that. Don't there's you know again family's family. You, you got to love them no matter what. But there are these strange and unusual stories and things that you got to explain in a family because things uh, just uh, it's complicated. That's a good way of putting it. This is just bringing us all together. We're not unique. Truly bringing us all together. In yeah. our uniqueness. And so many people are asking to hear the song, I'm My Own Grandpa. Just a little clip of it here from Ray Stevens. I'm my own grandpa. 
Yeah, he became his own grandpa. And do yourself a favor, uh, go to YouTube and Google it because it's actually a really funny song the way it all kind of happens. And sure enough, by the time it's all said and done, poor Ray Stevens becomes your own grandpa, which is awesome because grandpas spoil you, right? So you can spoil yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's sitting down in the writer's room one day and he decided to write a song called I'm My Own Grandpa. And yeah. it's beloved based on the dozens of texts we've received asking for it. Two and a half million views. Val, you got a, a not a, a quite an I'm My Own Grandpa story, but kind of in that vein. My mother married my dad's second cousin, so my step-siblings are now my fourth cousins, I think. Okay. And try explaining that to my children, why they have two sets of grandparents with the same last name. <laughs> <laughs> Who are wow. these people? So did, did your dad pass away? My dad has now passed away, yeah. and so has my stepdad. Yeah. So do you have any more cousins that your mom could get after? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, talking about Miranda Lambert, yes, she went and got married three weeks ago and made it uh, public this weekend, so people are talking about that, and uh, we're like, wow, we didn't even know they were engaged, so we're looking for those kind of stories, and we're getting them this morning. My fiancé and I are getting married in September. Our wedding day is exactly three years from our first date. That's from Sydney. Uh, this listener says, growing up, my backdoor neighbors, I like that, backdoor neighbors, yep. were married after 10 days. They're still together 20-plus years later. And another listener says, my husband and I got engaged after four weeks, married four months after that, going on five and a half years of marriage and expecting our third child. When you know, you know. That's it. When you know, you know. Um, It's that simple. Another text dated for six months, then engaged, knew each other since we were 12. So that's a little different. I got together because his mother set us up. So there you go. So it does work. Mom setups do work. They do know best. Awesome. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.